name is William. I represent Peachtree Property Management, where we invest in fix and hold rental properties located in B, C, and D-class communities. Today's podcast is airing on November the 1st, one day after Halloween. Today's podcast is going to be about HOAs, homeowners associations, also called POAs. Um, now, this um, this is going to air on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor.fm, Spotify, other podcasts. Um, but this is only geared towards things that's happening in the United States. I have, um, they, they notify me on all my listeners, some coming from, um, from Ukraine, some coming from uh, part, different parts of Africa, some part coming from Israel, other parts of the Middle East, um, Europe, uh, Austria, uh, things like that. So uh, Brazil, uh, Canada. So this is just pertaining to the states, the United States, but POAs are Property Owners Association, HOAs are Homeowners Associations. And so for the ones that don't know, uh, if you have any questions throughout this podcast, you can always ask them on the podcast. You can um, contact me here or you can reach me at Peachtree Property Management on Instagram. So at Peachtree Property Management. Uh, You can also reach me uh, WAG Realty LLC on Facebook and that's WAG Realty LLC. And you can also um, hopefully like and subscribe uh, on my YouTube channel, which is WAG Realty LLC of North Carolina. And again, that's WAG Realty LLC of North Carolina. Um, If you want to donate, some people, I always encourage people, this whole podcast is geared towards um, battling gentrification, helping others who have not gotten into um, real estate who wish to desire to do so to get into real estate so we can battle gentrification together uh, for, and also inspire the ones that, who have left real estate to get back into real estate. And, uh, you know, like I say, yes, you're going to make money, but yes, you're, you're helping out your fellow, your fellow uh, citizens, your fellow, uh, you know, um, neighbors and future neighbors and, 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 and the, the kids of the future. Uh, statistics show if you give a kid, if a kid has a stable household, he's more likely or she's more likely to have a stable household and desire to have a stable household. Uh, so that's what those, those are the things we're battling against. All right. um, and so if you want to uh, donate, uh, you can. Uh, you can give to my Venmo um, at Peachtree Property. Uh, and again, at Peachtree Property, you, all, you can also give to my cash app, uh, the dollar sign WAG Realty LLC. But if you don't desire to do so, that's fine. This information is always given out free. Um, so I have no problem contacting you. Or if you, uh, you know, contact me on any of those social medias, all I ask for is liking, subscribing, trying to grow this channel, um, trying to grow this podcast. And in the United States, for the ones who don't know whether you live in the United States or not, there's 1.4 million vacant homes. All right. Um, And so who knows what's going to happen after this bubble. And so these big time um, investors, they're not investing. They're not buying these old homes. Uh, Some of them are not. I won't say a lot, uh, all of them, but they're not buying these old homes and tearing them down and rebuilding them or not. not, I only say tearing them down. They're not buying these old homes and, and fixing them up. It was costing them too much money. So you will find individuals like myself but I don't do this, but individuals similar to me, they tear down the home, rebuild it. All right. But what these big time investors are doing, which took them out of the market that we're battling in, they, they buy, they buy farmland more than what they were before. 
They buying lots that were not uh, for sale before, giving them large amounts of money. Um, and they're, they're, you know, I said this on a previous podcast, and they're building there because net income-wise, it's cheaper for them than to work on the older home, do all these repairs, gut the home, then try to repair it. It's just easier to build from the, the ground up. Now, you do have these individuals um, who possibly have more, you know, have more money, more money than me, or they better at crowdfunding, which is cool. Um, and they'll tear down the house and rebuild it. All right. Um, you know, and they'll tear down these, these large homes and they may they make more money. They may split up the lot to, uh, that's another thing you got to check, check for, um, is lot size to see if you can actually split it. If you can actually create duplex and small apartments on it. Um, but let me digress to get back to what I was talking about. So HOAs and POAs. So with HOAs and POAs in the United States, um, if you go with a realtor, if you go by yourself, you can kind of see the type of neighborhoods that can possibly um, contain an HOA. Now, for the ones that don't know the history of HOAs and POAs, they were originally created to keep African-Americans um, out of white neighborhoods. All right? um, and some were also created to keep African-Americans uh, Jew, some Jews are Jews, um, Scottish people, Irish people, anyone that was not a um, of English background, I guess you could say. Um, and they were created to keep these people out. And then later on, when the different um, European races started to mix and it became harder to tell who was who, it just became uh, easier just to exclude the ones who had darker skin. Uh, um, and so now HOAs, um, I set up to protect the, the values of the home, right? uh, the homes inside of that community. Right? And so you can have, you can be driving through a neighborhood and sometimes it can be tricky where the first is split up to sections. So the first group, the first section of homes look a certain way. They might have an HOA. They may not. They may have, they may have been around since they say the year 2000. Um, and what happens is a certain amount of residents when they take over a community, uh, when a certain amount of percent of homes are sold, it, it leaves a, a company and the community can run it. And sometimes they lax and sometimes they get rid of the HOA. And then so you keep driving and then you see homes as probably say built in 2015, 2022. Those homes will probably have a HOA. All right, those homes. And so the, the, the 2015 may be ran by the community. The 2023 could still be ran by... Um, ran by the uh by a company all right um a property management company whoever it may be and so um you know they can have uh, now uh, what happens with the hoas and poas the documents they all they all just get recycled all right they they pull them from one city to the next or from one state to the next state and so they're and they start to blend in rules all right and so hoas will tell you where you can park what time of day you can park on the street, if you go park in your driveway, um, what time company has to leave, what color your door has to be, what color your exterior of your home, or what type of roof you got to have, how tall your grass has to be. And some cities have this also. It's just, if you stay in the city, that's what, that's what, it, that's what it is. Uh, and so, um, you know, besides you know, telling you, they may also tell you, um, I guess, you know, all types of things. Basically, they make, they make up the rules. It's, I mean, I won't say make up the rules. The rules are already set um, a lot of the times until 
uh, let's say, is voted upon when the uh, the members or the the property owners uh, take over the HOA. Some things can be changed depending on the the vote. Um, and so what happens is, uh, and I think some of these are also taken to the court. And so uh, you know they have lawyers involved. Um, some of these, you know, these documents are, you know, you, you have to go to the, the courthouse and get notaries and things like that to have them overturned some of the times, not every time, but some of the times. Um, and so when you're driving through these neighborhoods, you can kind of tell that it's possibly going to be an HOA. You hear these, these people, they, they buy a home and they hit with all these, uh, these fines or they got to pay and the average HOA, I don't know if I already mentioned this. In the United States, is two hundred to three hundred dollars a month, not a quarter, not a year, but two to three a month. So there's some that are extremely high. I've been part of HOAs that were extremely low, twenty five, thirty five dollars every two two months, three months, something like that. I think where I stay at now is every two months or three months is seventy five dollars. Um, so just imagine if you know we paying twenty five and seventy five, uh, and the average in the United States is two to three hundred, <laughs> or the median, I guess you could say. Um, there's some people probably paying a thousand dollars a month, all right. And some of those houses are not necessarily the nicest houses. They're just doing that so they can exclude a certain income bracket. Just being honest, all right. Just like in certain um, towns and communities that vote against certain stores going into their community because of what it may bring. So you know the houses are not necessarily the nicest. Uh, because of HOAs and the amenities you got to pay for. I live somewhere where, say, the, I think the HOAs were three, $400. Uh, and then when you had a pool, tennis court, and stuff like that, in your weight room, you had to pay extra. Uh, you wanted to go golf, you had to pay. So that wasn't even included in the two or $300, three, three or 400 actually. We were paying, um, I can't remember if it was every month, every two months, something like that. So I have been, um, so the ones I named first, the, the, the $25 and $75, um, were communities I I lived in and I owned the house. Now I, I rented uh, in a place where it was much much higher, and we were responsible for paying those fees. Um, so with these HOAs, when you drive around, you can kind of tell communities that have HOAs. You can kind of tell the ones that are, may be somewhat defiant, uh, and, and some of you know some of the the people that live there, some of the uh, communities that, that are relaxed, but. If you're buying it on your own or if you have a, um, a, a, a not a tenant or a landlord, um, a, a realtor. Now, this stuff can be all found out by going to the courthouse. It can be found out by walking the neighborhood and talking to possible neighbors uh, if you have an HOA. Now, you can't always rely on that because I have had some neighbors of my own that say, oh, I didn't know we had an HOA. All right. Now, your realtor is supposed to tell you. The documentation, the other realtor is supposed to tell you. Um, the your closing attorney is also supposed to tell you. So there's three people that are supposed to tell you um, whether you have one. But no matter who, if someone tells you or not, it's still whose responsibility. <laughs> Correct. If you said it's still the person that's buying the property, it's still your responsibility to know if if there is an HOA. It's also your responsibility to also ask. Because these realtors, have been honest with you, they're not investors. They, they, they may say, oh, yeah, I invest in the community. I help, but no, they, they're not investors. They're helping their pockets. Um, you have to also ask, can you check to see if there are any past due or past old amounts? 
right? And then this is where when you come to the, the lawyer, when the house is being sold, uh, you can negotiate this in the contract. What type of deed are you getting? All right. Because, you know, uh, there's, there's several different types of deed, quick claim, think quiet claim, whatever, um, warranty deed and all these other deeds. So uh, limited warranty deed. It's all type of deeds out here. So if you get a deed that's not warranting um, or title, you know, when, people, when the lawyer and the stuff do a title search, if they don't find these things, then you don't have to pay it. If they do try to make you pay it, then um, like when I say they don't have to pay it, they don't, you don't have to pay past old amounts. All right, because certain places, the HOAs have to go and file it with the, the court uh, if the homeowner owes it, because it's supposed to be, um, if a house is sold, these um, that, that amount, that, that, that lien gets taken out of, not from, it gets taken out from what you give the person. You don't have to give extra, all right, unless you make some type of agreement to do that. But if, the, if it's for the seller to pay it, so if the seller's property is 80000 and they owe $2,000, they're going to profit $78,000. All right, it's getting taken out. All right, and some of these HOAs do, they not only charge um, for the fines, they also charge interest. Now, for that, if you're the person being fined, if you're the person, you know, um, that's paying for the property and they, they, they tell you oh, uh, we didn't catch it in time you got to pay uh, the other people's fines you can ask for a breakdown all right and a detailed breakdown some people it look you know miscellaneous or they say uh, for the yard uh, $80 here and it's like well what's going on in the yard what, what did they do all right they can't show you a breakdown and it doesn't sometimes it doesn't have to be paid all right, you need to see a detailed breakdown because, you know, it's, it's kind of funny, the, the person before you didn't tell you, and it could be that that's the reason they moving out. All right, so I mean, you know, you have the realtor to ask, and this is also why the realtor uh, carries insurance. So if the realtor doesn't tell you you got these fines, you can sue them. All right, this is why they have uh, their, their insurance. All right, they're supposed to inform you. Uh, so that's why you got you got to come and ask, ask as many questions as possible. If they see, if they seem irritated, they just trying to make a quick sale. You can get from up under. All right. Um, you can tell, you know, you tell why, you know. So a lot of these realtors are, are saying, uh, especially if you end up buying a home that they showed you, oh, I need my facility, blah blah blah, and it's like, you know, this is why they want you. You know, you got to sign, you sign a contract with them saying you'll pay. Um, either 6% if you're the seller, 3%, um, you know, you're okay with that commission negotiating being that, uh, lower. Um, and usually the, uh, the buyers don't try to necessarily negotiate that um, unless it says, uh, well, if the seller doesn't repay us, that you, it's your responsibility to repay us. And then that's when you can negotiate. Uh, I pay you 2.5, 2 1%, whatever it may be. Uh, and they're trying to get this law in the United States changed where the seller um, pays their agent and the buyer pays theirs. So you, what you, realistically, what you can do is, uh, what these banks should be able to do, is put it into the actual loan. They can't, you know, they probably just add it to, you know, down, I wouldn't say down payment, but um, the sellers might have to pay a little bit more. All right. Um, and, you know, I talked 
talked about that in the previous podcast, and it's still a pending lawsuit. It went to the federal government or federal, um, the Supreme Court, whatever it may be, it's, it's up there now. Um, so we'll see, we'll see where that lays. But with these HOAs, they can tell you no parking in the yard. They can tell you all these things, but you got to ask these questions. All right, um, your realtor has to be able to know these things. That should be something that they check on to. Also, some of these HOAs, POAs, are filed with the court system. Um, so you can go to your local court and, and see if it was, you know, if in that community, the, um, what do you call it, the, the, the lot or the parcels and, and stuff like that, if it belongs in, what's the name, you know, look it up per the neighborhood and see if it's an HOA attached to it. You know, is the blueprint saved and all this stuff. So it may be a, a HOA to it. Uh, um, some, especially when you're dealing with these bigger neighborhoods, even if you, um, if you're dealing with a new one and you can't really find the information, most of these big time um, uh, developers have other neighborhoods. And so you find out in the other neighborhood they had an HOA, more than likely they have one there. They have one in, in all the neighborhoods. Because right? um, people are going to look for consistency. Right? Um, you know, you look for protection. There's a ton of people that don't like HOAs, but they're here for a reason. You hear about all these negative things, but they don't tell you the positive. They, it does maintain your house, um, you know, being able to rent it. It does maintain your house being able to, to sell it. All right? It does maintain the, the looks. All right? um, so a lot of people, you know, if you don't want a HOA um, 100%, then you're probably going to have to move away from su certain suburbs and um, certain cities and towns um, and, and move to the rural areas. Just being honest with you. Or you got to build from scratch. All right? But you still going to have laws you got to go by. You still got rules. All right? um, you know, so it, it just depends on how strict your neighbors are. They can report you for having... Uh, bushes too high, they can report you for having grass too tall, for keeping your trash out, you know, the trash people can report you. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's all types of things. Just, just maintain your property, um, whether you live in there or especially if it's an investment because it can go astray on you. All right. Um, but HOAs, like I said, you know, when you, and, the, and they can garnish your wages. People don't know that. They can file and have your wages garnished. Uh, especially if you work in that town or that city that the, your HOA is in, it's a lot easier. All right, so they can file to have your, your, your wages garnished until the uh, fees are paid. And then sometimes there have been instances where people have found out, say they owe $2,000, but and they have that taken out and they think, oh, the $2,000 is paid. Then they don't find out that, I won't say in arrears, but um, the interest was not tacked onto it. So now they got to pay the interest payment. All right. um, and that's why I say you got to ask for the breakdown. Uh, ask for, you know, because you, your HOA, when you start paying it, you're paying for the envelopes, you're paying for the, the ink. Uh, so a lot of these presidents, some of the, and, and then you got to check also because it doesn't have to be. Um, they just do it because there's a lot of responsibility. Uh, but it, like I say, it doesn't have to be. It could be a board instead of just one person. You have a president, some of these presidents are getting paid. Uh, and all the and all it is, they just you have some someone that doesn't work, or maybe someone that does have that background in it or something like that, and they they want to get paid for their time. They may say, "Oh, I don't, I don't do anything for free." Well, we're gonna look for another president, someone that does does it for, do it for free or do it for a cheaper price than yourself. So, 
you hear this clicking. I'm 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 walking on a another ramp right now. But you know, they they uh, the the kickback is going to be this. Um, well, if you can't afford to pay this, uh, then you shouldn't live here. Again, remember what I said. You know, there's still that 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 the understanding that HOAs do weed out people that can't afford or that that you don't want to live in your neighborhood. All right, and so they they may hit you with, well, if you can't afford to pay it, then you may might need to move. All right, um, because what happens is it is a popularity thing. Um, you're gonna you know, most presidents only the presidents because most people know them. All right, um, or enough people know them in their neighborhood. So um, that's that's the thing you're gonna run against. Um, I run up against is. If it's three hundred dollars a month, other people may be able to pay it. You may be able to afford the home. This is what a lot of people run into. You may be able to afford that home, all right, but you may not be able to afford the HOA fees. And if you think about a rental property, if your rents are two thousand and you want to make a certain amount, and uh, you know you got to take in consideration that three hundred dollars, if you raise it to twenty three hundred, is that gonna take you out of the market? All right, uh, if you want to. You know, if you're, you know, it won't be that, that bad if, uh, if you able to get into a home that's, and you know, HOA and it's, uh, the mortgage is nine hundred dollars and you want to rent for sixteen hundred, you still have a little bit of leeway. That's why I say, you know, buying at the right price. Um, please excuse the wind; it's, it's picking up. Um, they said over here in the part, well, all through North Carolina, it's going to be a frost uh, the next two or three days. So we're we're dropping. From uh, what is that? We're dropping from going from the eight was 84, 85 in October, which is rare, to now uh, going to 50 degrees. So we're dropping 30 degrees real quickly. Uh, I think yesterday was 58. The day before is 85. The day before that was 80, um, 84. I think the day before that is 82. Now it's uh, going to be in the 50s and, and lower. And nights, I think it's going to go to the 30s, uh, 31, 32. So it's going to be freezing. So, uh, you know, it's a big, big drop all of a sudden. Um, but like I say, you're, you're running up against this uh, with this HOA, POA uh, juggernaut of, you know, how, you know, even if, if you think about when I was over the architect committee, even though I, I oversaw certain things, I didn't charge. Uh, some people are going to charge for, you know, they, well, I, this is what I do at work. I know I do Excel, I do certain things, and they're, they're going to charge to do that. Even though it's a quick process, they're still going to charge. So I did charge for my landscaping. And the only reason I charged for the landscaping is because I had to do a couple of acres. And there was a lot of cutting bushes consistently. There was a lot of cutting trees. Now, I didn't charge for the trees. I only charged for the mowing. But I looked at that like my compensation. All right. Um, I also did the, um, I shoveled the sidewalk. Um, of the um, the common area, you know, you gonna have a common area in some of these neighborhoods where people go and gather, play. Um, they that's like playgrounds and stuff like that. Um, and so, uh, it's just something to uh, to think about. Um, you know, you got the common areas to take care of. So, landscaping, even if you get a someone not in the community, you know, you can't have people in the community. Be like, well, we'll do it for free. You may have a couple guys, a couple women, couple, whoever that want to team up and, and help you out. So you can do that. But as far as like this, you know, the, the snow removal they made, you know, it's going to take a team. Uh, you may have to find some people that, 
or after uh, a bad storm, maybe people in the community team up. But sometimes people would rather pay for it, to be honest with you. There's a lot of people that don't cut their own grass uh, that you may not even think of until you drive these neighborhoods. I mentioned that before, driving these neighborhoods um, in certain times of the day. So you drive them in the morning, the middle of the day, the end of the day, and night. All right, so sometimes you only drive neighborhoods on the weekend. It may look different during the week. Sometimes you may drive it at, at night. It may look different during the middle of the day. So it's just things you got to think about. Um, so also, so like I said, to get back when I was talking about, about me doing the, the landscaping, um, it was, you know, I, I did it basically for a, a real, real cheap price. All right? And uh, sometimes I had to do it repeatedly, but I didn't charge any. Excuse me, I, re- I received a phone call and they cut my uh, podcast off. But uh, to get back to what I was talking to, I'm about to wrap this up. It's getting pretty long. Um, just got to be worried. You just got to ask questions. Um, and you just got to think about it financially. Is that at that median of two to $300 a month um, going to be too much for you? Uh, is it going to fit uh, in your rental um, pocket or portfolio? All right. Um, cause some people don't want to weigh off of, cause the thing is, if you drop, uh, there's, I've been part of communities and usually communities that are that much, um, they have a landscaping, uh, everybody cut, you know, their, their yards are cut on their own, maybe not the common area, but the, um, they, they're paid for, and it could include the common area, but they, they have a landscaping service for the whole community. Um, maybe irrigation also for the whole community. Um, that I've been part of the communities where the, it was high or it was higher than what it should and you still had to do all of this on your own. Uh, um, so, and it didn't, you didn't have any uh, cho- a choice of golf or swimming, pickleball and playgrounds. All right? I've, you know, I've, I've been a part of that. Um, but, you know, you just want to weigh out, like, is this a fair price? You might have to walk the neighborhood. You might have to uh, get the feel of everything, all right? Catch the heat as far as um, asking your neighbors, are you okay with this fee going on? See, you know, see, seeing what people are talking about in the community, see if they do want lower fees, whatever it may be, all right? Because it may be a group of 12 that do out of 130 homes, all right? And so if it's only 12 people, you know, you're just going to have that 12, that 12 people, but nothing's really going to be done. It's going to have a lot of arguing during a meeting, um, these monthly or bi-monthly or every quarter meetings that HOAs do have. And, you know, things are not going to go your way. This may not switch. All right. Uh, so if you're the type of person that wants to park your car in, the, um, in your driveway, <laughs> uh, you know, you can, you know, because some of these communities, just being honest with you, um, are set up. Some of these nice homes and stuff like that, but they set up for older people. All right. Some of these ones that, it may be a, a 1.8, 1.9 million dollar house, and it really uh, should be probably seven, eight hundred thousand, uh, and has no amenities uh, besides maybe a tennis court that's way up the street from the whole neighborhood. Um, I have seen stuff like that, and that's basically the community is geared towards older people. All right, um, you have you know nice brick homes, and uh, sometimes you have big brick uh, townhouses. Uh, those some of the, sometimes those are created for older people, all right. So they, they don't they're not really geared towards having people with kids in the community. Uh, they're not really geared towards having people that are active. They may have the older people. I've seen it. They they walk around the neighborhood, 
uh, chit chat to each other, but that's about it. All right. Um, the yards are not extremely big because um, they don't need all that. They're not really going out. No one's playing in the front yard. Um, you know, so it's, it's things to think about when you go to a community. You got to see it. You know, some of these people are, some of the prices are for people that retired from up north. Just being honest. Um, they retired from up north and um, they make a little bit more money. Their retirement is higher than some people in the south. Um, and so they can still afford to pay these high fees and, and live the way they want to. All right. Um, so, like I say, can't really be mad too much, you know, uh, mad at, at HOAs. They're there for a reason. Um, just got to make sure that you're seeing the, the, the rules. You're adhering to the rules, uh, that the president is hearing, adhering to the rules, that the, the secretary, because not just the president, not just the, the landscaping gets paid. All right. Um, and what I did also, I was cheaper than the last landscaping company. All right. Uh, that's what people don't, uh, you know, didn't know. Um, so, you know, you get that breakdown. And like, like I said, I was a president at one point in time. I gave that breakdown, uh, everything, and then it kind of calmed down. I was getting heat also. All right. Just like I say, some people just don't like HOAs, but they come with their excuse. I didn't know we had one. And so either your realtor didn't tell you, the other realtor didn't tell you, and your closing attorney didn't tell you, but it's usually also in the packet. Whether you read it or not, it's in the packet. And I, where I live now, the people in the community, they're older, they know, they come out and they and they give you a flash drive. They come out and they'll mail you also the, the paperwork. All right, so you have it on the flash drive and you have the paperwork. So sometimes in the HOA, they do have uh, that in there. There may be a miscellaneous or HOA flash drive, you may see whatever it may be named, but they have that because somebody had to pay for it. So the person printing out uh, stuff for the community um, with their own money is paid through the HOA. Um, I did for this community, I, I, I mowed their common area where I live at now, make it, make, make things cheaper for us, um, save more money, maybe fix up the common area, which is not that big. It's just a, a sign, a little strip that's pretty long. Um, with fences and flowers and stuff like that. So maybe we have a little bit more money to, to garden. All right. Um, but it's just, like I said, it's things to, pay for, uh, to think about. Uh, and then sometimes, like I said, it's, it's worth it. Like we, we stay in the country um, or in the rural area. And so there's a lot of snakes. There's a lot of other exotic animals I'm not really used to. So do I want to, I don't mind mowing because I don't have to get off my mower. Um, but do I really want to be out there with a shovel uh, digging and planting flowers and run up on a rattlesnake, uh, copperhead. Uh, if you don't know, those snakes are um, not. Sometimes they can be aggressive, but they are they're they're poisonous. Right? Do I really want to go through that battle? I, I, do I want to pay somebody to do it? And I probably prefer to pay someone to do that. All right, but I'm gonna cut it short. Um, until next time, I appreciate everyone for listening, staying tuned. Uh, please share this, please. Um, you know, hit for notifications, follow uh, this podcast. I appreciate everyone. Um, and like I say, until next time, y'all take it easy.